You're listening to MOG Channel. guys welcome to my podcast this is mog channel where we help you to see real and practical christianity from god's word if you're new here welcome if you're returning welcome back today we're going to be talking about being intentional about your christian life as pertaining to 2021 now have you ever finished a year like the year 2020 that just finished and you find out there are many things you wanted to do that you have not done right and I mean, these are things you set out to do at the beginning of the year, but for some reason, maybe you say COVID, they were not done. And I have found out, even personally, that many times the reason for this is that we are not intentional about the things that we want to do. So the year usually begins like this, like this is 2021. The year begins with you having some very inspiring thoughts about what you want to do this year oh i'll do this i'll do that i'll do this i'll do that i'll do this i'll do that and then you even write them down oh i'll do this i'll do this i'll do this and that's it that just i mean that's bye-bye we don't see it again you know and there's this thing in at the back of people's minds that they feel that because you i wrote it down right you know that is me being responsible or that's me being um like i tried so i wrote it down i left it there somehow somehow the the universe will orchestrate align things and i'll just find myself doing those things it's just they just happen right and i mean there's this thing how maybe later in the year maybe november you now find that piece of paper that you wrote and then you say oh oh this happened this happened this happened but more often than not it doesn't go that way i can tell you it does not go that way in fact that piece of paper you most likely will never find it again if you started on your phone you probably never visit that note again and those things you set out to do will never happen why because you were not intentional about them you are not intentional and i mean it's just the wisdom of an architect really the wisdom of architecture or having an architect before you build a house have you thought about it that when you take the extra step to do something and you don't just write it down but you actually have the plan the process you know the plan and process and like how it's going to happen so it's not just enough to say okay i'll do this but you actually plan out how you're going to go about it you break it down have you found out that you are more likely to achieve that thing than if you didn't go through that planning phase it's like the architect that i said imagine a person wants to build a house and he just says you know what he calls bricklayers, calls all those other guys. He just says, hey, well, I have a house in mind. Okay, what do you want? I want a big house. Big house. Very big house. You know, with like uh, six rooms. Uh, you know, one in the in this side. The, you know, two, two parlors, two parlors. Then as he's doing, you know, as the people are trying to figure out what they're going to do and they 
they are already breaking ground. He comes tomorrow and says, no, 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 no. Eight parlors, eight parlors, or oh, sorry, eight rooms, eight rooms, eight rooms. Uh-huh. Then add one kitchen to one of the rooms, you know, so that a guest can just stay there without coming out. And, I mean, by the time that house is, if that house is even built in the first place, I would strongly admonish you stay away. <laughs> even if they gave you the key and say it's your house, I would struggle. I wonder what that house will even look like. It will be a nightmare on foundations. I can tell you, it will be terrible. So, what do we do first if we want to build a house? Usually, we call an architect. What does an architect do? An architect will sit down with you and say, what do you want to build? And you tell the architect, you probably do a rough sketch, okay? I want a a three-bedroom house, uh, maybe a five-bedroom house. And the architect will say, no, what do you want? Decide what you, three or five. The architect will say, okay, what, what land space do you have? They will look at all these things. Where do you want to build the house? Where's, what's the land space you get? Okay, this is what this land can support. This is the maximum you can go with this, with what you want to do. The, the architect will give you a realistic expectation. And number two, the, the architect will actually break everything down for you. By the time the architect is done, it's go, or when you've communicated your idea to the architect, the architect will actually go home, sit down and you know, draw out your plan. He will bring your plan to life. He has to take into consideration many things, right? That you yourself, because you have no knowledge of that field, you know, you do, you won't consider, but he will consider everything. Then he will do something, come back to you, and both of you will go over it till you are satisfied. Okay, this is what I want. And it is clear, crystal clear. In fact, these days they do it in 3d modeling and you see exactly what it looks like the colors the texture right they'll probably even put a dog running on the lawn everything will be there cars in the driveway and all that stuff by the time they are done you will clearly see that house not just the outside but the inside everywhere you will clearly see that house and all the measures, it's not just about the fact that all the measurements are lifelike. Everything, the dimensions, the width, everything is lifelike. So that when they give the builders the plan, the builders will build according to the pattern that was shown to them. According to the pattern. Even when Moses built the tabernacle, if you remember in the Old Testament, Moses built the tabernacle, right? The tent of meeting. He built it according to the specifications that God showed him. God had exact specifications for him to build that house. Exact specifications. There was, wasn't, you know, God in them was just, just do something. No, he had them built specifically. And so you have to realize that like the architect, you are, you are your own architect. Any plan that you have, anything you want to do that does not have a plan you know to it doesn't have because the plan will include the how to it's what is this you know and the how to how do i get from here to there you see that how do i get from here to there what you know you plan it out i mean you've said this year oh i'm gonna launch this stuff i'm gonna start this business i'm gonna start this program for maybe orphans or whatever you've decided to do right i'm going to do this and that 
Okay, writing it down is not enough. You have 12 months in the year. You know, it's you now have to sit down and craft like a plan. How will I achieve this? And we said, not about the money. How will I, how is this going to happen? You get what are the things, steps I will take towards that goal? What are the steps I will take towards that goal? What are the steps? What, you know, break it down. Okay, this week I'll do this. Every week, like you should have an every week plan or something like that that you're going to be, you know, doing steps you are going to be taking every single time to accomplish that thing. Because I'm telling you, if you don't, you're just going to realize January has passed, February, March, you know, just passing you by. You're actually doing plenty of things or activities. You know, a wise man once said, activity is not productivity. And the time you don't plan, others will actually plan it for you. The time you don't attach value to or attach, you know, your own thing to, others will, will apportion that time for you. You have to realize that. And so you must be very, very, very intentional. Let me say this. The way we know you value something is the intentionality you put into it. The planning you put into it. If you really value um, anything, you plan you plan around it. You won't, just, you won't leave um, that thing to chance. If you get what I'm saying. You won't leave it to chance. It won't be something that will just happen, you know, just happen. Uh, no, I mean, let's let's even break it down. You say you value. Oh, by the way, there was a, there's a very wonderful teaching um, that I did on value. If you check Young Ecclesia Nation, um, yeah, the first day the 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 YMC conference was just concluded. The very first day, I did a teaching on value, and you should check that out. It's so powerful. Now, so what you value, you are intentional about. If you don't value something, because value is expressed in actions. Value is not expressed in wishes. Let me say it again. Value is expressed in actions. Value is not expressed in wishes. Is that in, you know, it's not expressed in intention. I intended to. I, I thought about doing it. Oh, I was going to do it, but you never did. Uh-uh. Value is expressed in your actions. Are you seeing that? Yeah. I remember there's a story in the book of Matthew about it's a kind of parable that Jesus gave. Talks about two people, right? He was talking about something else, but I'm going to use that example where he speaks about one um, a father who tells his son to go and do some work. And the son says, I will go. But he never goes. And then there's the other one that he tells, go and do the work. And that one says, I'm not going. But he eventually repents and goes. Which one was really, you know, serious the one who went eventually do you get a point so you are you see value expressed in the intentionality of things so let's now bring that home right let's now bring that home so you've said this year that you're going to be a better christian you're going to be a better christian you're going to be a dedicated committed devoted you know Spartan Christian for you know for the Lord Jesus Christ. You said I'm going to win souls this year. I'm going to make disciples. I'm going to pray. I'm going to. The question is, have you planned it out? Have you? I'm talking or I'm in talks with my wife. My wife is a she's a coach. You know she's a life coach and so a lot of these things she. <laughs> 
she's more uh, in tune but by the way watch out because this year we're going to be having many more interviews on this channel many more interviews many many more so and then there's one with my wife coming up very 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 soon okay so just watch out those things interviews or let's just say i'll be i'll be having people join me you know be discussing lots of things and i believe it's going to be very very wonderful anyway so like you have you have um 2021 in view you are supposed to be serious serious what are the plans prayer what have you planned about prayer what are you going to do about your prayer life right it starts with decisions that you have to sit down and count the cost right there's a text of uh, in luke 14 28 for which of you intending to build a tower sits not down first and counts because whether he has enough to finish it you sit down first. there's a sitting down first and then you say okay what should my spiritual life look like in 2021 okay i want to be more com- and there's some vague words we throw i want to be more committed i want to be more devoted i want to be this, this. i will you know i will catch a grenade for jesus no you, you, we have to what exactly do you mean so there are things there are some core pillars that help you grow so much you get one is your prayer life okay so and when I say prayer life, I'm talking about, you know, Paul say we pray with the spirit, we pray with the understanding, also talking about tongues and interpretation, but I'm talking more about praying in the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues. How long are you going to speak in tongues? We know the bare minimum is one hour because Jesus at the Garden of Gethsemane said to his disciples, could you not stay with me or watch with me for an hour? So we know an hour is very acceptable as a bare minimum. But you may not be able to begin at that, especially if you have zero spiritual life. You see, consistency is one thing you want to, you know, you want to work at this year. And that comes by planning, first of all, and then a decision to stick to your plan. It is better for you to pray, you know, 15 minutes consistently for a, a bit of time before you now um step up than to just pray one hour today two hours or three hours and then you don't pray for the next three or four weeks no we're talking about little bits of consistency by the way the reason i was i mentioned my wife earlier is because we were talking about she was educating me on how long it takes to build a habit as as we grow up they told us 21 days right but from what she's saying according to uh, lady caroline leaf who is an expert in those kind of things it may take two months about 50-something, 60-something days. So it may take about two months to build a sustainable habit. That is, this habit is now becomes a lifestyle. It's a habit, but it's it becomes a part of you. About two months. So the problem many times, because once something becomes a habit, trust me, it becomes, you begin to fly. Once something becomes a habit, it is it is much easier to do. Because at that point, you have trained your body to get used to it. So your body just does. You just do it. You just do it. You get. The problem with us is that we're always quitting. We're always quitting way, 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 way before <laughs> anything shows up. We're quitting. So you've gone three days and you quit. Gone four days. You know, there's the, the thing about say, setting your mind. I will do this consistently for this amount. Of, after that, it's an autopilot. You just keep doing it. You just keep doing it. So your prayer life, there are many things to consider. What time are you going to get up? What time? 
And that's quite important because it becomes a date with the Lord. What time am I waking up this morning? So I usually recommend that for that one, maybe I'll make a entirely separate podcast, although I've done so in the past, but this is a new year. Some things need to be re-emphasized. So I usually recommend that, you know, you do it probably earlier in the morning or late at night because throughout the day, especially if you are in your parents' house, they are always calling you and disturbing you and all those things. So you want to do it at a time when they are not going to disturb you. So early in the morning is very preferable. But for early in the morning to work, you must also sleep early. You must go to bed on time. I always say that like the average human being, I believe, needs like six hours of sleep, five, six hours. For me personally, that's I realize five, six hours of sleep is, you know, what I do so. For me, I sleep. If I know I want to wake up like 4 a.m., I would have gone to bed by 10, 11. If not, forget about it. I will, when I wake up, I will sleep. the prayer will be spent sleeping. You see, so that kind of intentionality, I will wake up at this time. And then you go further to set an alarm. You see, this is how, you know, that's the architectural plan. When you are planning out all those things to ensure that you do it, you set an alarm. You set several if you are a stubborn sleeper. You see that? And including maybe if you have a sibling who wakes up earlier or something, let them, you know, siblings will love to punish you. Let them give you a beautiful slap across the face or something just to ensure that you wake up. You see, that's about, that's how you are intentional. You see, this prayer life, it must work. Now, some other people, you may decide to even go further, right? And build a prayer life on, let's say, that like the timing. You can say, okay, maybe something like one maybe midnight, 1 a.m. to 2 a.m., 2 to 4, you know, that, I believe that's even the most preferable. Actually, that's the most preferable. Something like 2 to 4 is the most preferable, although I don't do it, but I think it's the most preferable because, like, you become a creature of the night, like, you know, in the, you just steal away. How, like, if you do it like that, just, nothing can really affect your prayer life because you are doing that time when everybody is knocked out. Because sometimes, even at 4 a.m., only God knows if you are in your parents' house and <laughs> and after you wake up to pray, if depending on the kind of parents you have, they may say to go and cut cut something at that time. So I think the you know the more hidden it is, the better. And there are other areas I'll just run through, right? Prayer life, your your Bible study life. Yes, your Bible study life has another area to be very intentional. But how are you going to be intentional? Okay, you're going to have a plan. For example, there's the Bible plan. There's the Bible plan. The, the goal of is finishing the Bible in one year. So you, you set it out. You set it out and say, okay, I'm going to finish the Bible in one year. You plan it out. Okay, so uh, every day, you know, break down your goals into daily things you do daily. Things you do daily. Because the, the the power of it is the culminating effect. You know, those little, 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 little drops make the mighty ocean. So, you want to finish the Bible, there's a Bible plan for one year. You say, you know, you, you sit down and you, you plan it out. So, every day you have the amount of chapters you read and all those things. In Yen, we have a Bible, um, what do you call it? A Bible plan for one year also that we do. And that's, we usually post it every single day. Um, you can check our social media and our, our groups. We post it every single day. So these are the ways you can actually, you know, do that. There are other areas um, like your, like soul winning. How many people are you going to reach for Jesus Christ this year? Right? How many? If Even if it is okay one in a week or okay in a week or in a day, how many are you going to talk about Jesus? You should be intentional to that level, right? There are things like even 
the amount of books you're going to read, right? Your academics, because I believe that those are some things I should just remind you about. If you are a student, maybe secondary school, university, masters, whichever level, you know, you should be intentional. As I said, the books you read, the sermons you listen to per day, the teachings you should listen to per day, um, your service, what will I do in church, right? Okay, how will I be early for church? Maybe you are a proper latecomer. How will I be early for church? Okay, the people you're going to raise, the disciples you're going to raise, or how you'll be a better disciple. You see that? There are many things you're giving. You're giving. <laughs> how much will you give this year? Break it down to the things of God. Every week, how much will you give? Every month, how, you going, how much are you going to give? You know, maybe you can do it in percentages. Maybe last year I gave 10%. This year I'm going to increase to 20%. You see, this is being what? Intentional. So God wants you to be intentional because the truth is that whatever you value, you become intentional about it. If you are not intentional, you actually do not value it no matter how much or how you feel about it. You don't value it, okay? All right, guys, I believe that's been a blessing to you, okay? So um, make sure that you share this with somebody. You will just be helping (laughs) someone and you don't know how much that's going to go all right so guys see you tomorrow have a wonderful day and bye-bye if this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question you can head over to my instagram that's pst.sen pst.essien see you there